0: Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is Auto Line Daily for April twentieth, two 2011 and now the news. Automakers all around the world have been impacted by the earthquake and tsunami in Japan. In fact, Toyota just announced it'll be shutting plants here and there all the way to June. But GM CEO Dan Ackerson, in a speech in New York yesterday, says the automaker will not be affected because GM was quickly able to secure computer chips from Freescale Semiconductors, which is based in Austin, Texas. In fact, Freescale used to be part of Motorola. This is a significant development. If GM manages to be one of the few or maybe the only automaker not affected by the shortage of microprocessors caused by the earthquake, it'll really pay off in the marketplace. In fact, this could be all it takes to let GM slip past Toyota to once again become the largest automaker in the world, at least for this year. And in another significant development, the UAW is said to be after an early labor agreement with GM, Ford and Chrysler. Historically, the union goes all the way to the deadline in September, or even a few hours past it, before signing an agreement. Sean McElinden from the Center for Automotive Research says the union will try to reach an agreement with GM first. He says the UAW is afraid that a profit-rich Ford would agree to more concessions that GM and Chrysler can't afford. And the union wants an agreement that hires back thousands of hourly workers. And here's my Autoline Insight. The union needs to prove to the transplants that it can reach a labor agreement quickly and quietly, and one that keeps the car companies competitive. Otherwise, the union has no hope at all of ever organizing the foreign car companies operating in America. Ford showed off a facelift of the Taurus at the New York Auto Show. The new touches, mostly noticeable in the grille and front fascia, give the car a cleaner, lighter look. Ford also announced the Taurus will be offered with a two liter EcoBoost engine that will deliver 31 miles per gallon on the highway or about 7.6 liters per 100 kilometers. Some new options include a heated steering wheel and a power window shade for the rear window. Mercedes-Benz unveiled a dramatic looking concept its next A-Class. This front-drive model gets a turbocharged, direct-injection, two-liter, four-cylinder gasoline engine mated to a new seven-speed dual-clutch transmission. It includes door handles that are recessed into the doors and emerge electrically at the touch of a button. It can integrate a smartphone with the car and all of the phone's functions including internet radio, email, and social networks such as Twitter or Facebook are shown as applications on the display and can be operated with a rotary control. It's the first compact car to come standard with a radar collision warning system and the car will go on sale in Europe next year. Earlier this morning Honda took the wraps off the new 2012 Civic in New York. The standard sedan and coupe, the SI performance model and hybrid and natural gas versions return but new for 2012 is the HF model which gets slightly better fuel economy than the standard Civic, thanks to aerodynamic improvements. In fact, all versions get better fuel economy with the help of new or upgraded powertrains. The exterior was redesigned. However, it still looks somewhat similar to the previous model. The interior was also updated and features what Honda calls its IMID display. This 6.5-inch screen shows audio settings, Bluetooth info, turn-by-turn navigation, and tracks and informs the driver of other important systems. The sedan, coupe, and hybrid models are on sale today. The HF and SI models will be available in May, and the natural gas version doesn't go on sale until this fall. Pricing for the sedan starts at $16,500, and we'll have more about the new 2012 Civic in a future AutoLine Daily. There's a lot going on at the New York Auto Show this week and Hyundai is joining the in-car telematics race. Later this year, the company will offer a brand new technology called Blue Link. With this system, it's cherry-picking the best of what's out there to deliver a better user experience than the competition. Uh, In the telematics space, there's kind of two ends to the technology spectrum. Embedded, like GM OnStar, again where there's a network device built into the car. Or enabled, like Ford Sync where uh, the, the driver has to depend on pairing the customer's phone via Bluetooth to the car, or some other connection to make the services work. A lot of people ask us, uh, what's the right answer to that question? Which one of those is best? Uh, our answer to that question is yes. Uh, there are some features that are best done with embedded technology and some features that are best done with enabled technology. So with Blue Link, uh, we try to, we're really in a centered position trying to do just that. Look for Hyundai's Blue Link system to debut this summer on the 2012 Sonata. Coming up next, it's time for You Said It. What if we always settled for the first thing that came along? Then we'd never have gotten here. Introducing the Sonata Hybrid from Hyundai. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Lex says that if Hyundai wants to boost sales and market share in the American market, it needs to get into NASCAR. In fact, he's come up with a new advertising slogan for the company. Hyundai wins on Sunday and sells on Monday. <laughs> I like that. Seawolf saw our report on an Argentine couple, Herman and Condelaria Zapp, who have been driving all over the world in the last 11 years in a 1928 Graham Page. And Seawolf says... The American translation of the Argentine name, ZAP, is clamped. But T.J. Martin thinks otherwise. One heck of an adventure, he says. Brilliant to bring the kids along. Now that took courage and determination. Pedro Fernandez is puzzled by the problems the Nissan Leaf is having with owners turning them off and not being able to restart them. How can an electric car not be able to start? Are you kidding me? You know, you're right, Pedro. That one is a puzzler. And your reactions to the new Volkswagen Beetle are all over the map. G.A. Brannigan says, I think the new bug is just as polarizing as the first one. Either you love love them or you don't. Insurgents Rx says, Ew, I don't really like the new Beetle. David Sproul thinks it does not look like a Beetle, whose shape has been well-defined by its large and storied past. But Jeff Sandy Chelsea says, I much prefer the new design. Hey, we love getting your letters, so keep them coming. And don't forget to tune in to AutoLine After Hours this Thursday night when our guest will be Barb Samardich, who heads up global vehicle programs for Ford. If you want to know where Ford is headed with its global products, this is the show for you. That's tomorrow night on AutoLine After Hours. And that's today's report on the top news in the global auto industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.